0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Thursday, January 14th, 2021. We're brought to you, as always, by the great people at today's dentistry. Call 317-849-2933. Turn Dr. Mike O'Neill loose on your dental health. Take control of your dental health. 317-849-2933. Today, we get a chance to talk to the great Chris Ballard, the general manager of the Indianapolis Colts. Do you plan, Chris, on bringing Philip Rivers back as your quarterback.
1: All right. So here's the discussion I had with with Philip, and I've had it with Frank, and I'm talking with Mr. Urshay this afternoon. Do I think Philip can still play? Absolutely, I do. Um, Philip and I had an hour talk yesterday. He's going to take time, and we're going to take some time, um, and we'll meet here in about a month and and figure out which way we're going to go forward. Look, Philip, Philip's got to make a decision if for sure he wants to play. Um, and so we need to go through that process. Do I think Phillip Rivers is a winning quarterback that we can win and go to the Super Bowl with? Absolutely, I do.
0: Okay, if you believe that Rivers is capable of taking the Colts to a Super Bowl, what are those specific attributes physically that you think get him there, or is this kind of a combination of what those attributes are and who Phillip Rivers is as a man?
1: Well, he's brilliant, smart. Um, uh, and I think it's a combination of both of those, which you know, what he is and who he is. Um, he's brilliant, smart. look, your skill set declines as you get older. That's just age is undefeated. it just is. And for him to be able to to figure out different ways to play and win, um was pretty neat pretty fun to watch this year. Um, his mentally it is really difficult to fool him. You don't fool him. There's a few times during the year, but it's, it's rare. And I want think, you know, I want everybody to think about this. Like I know Phillip took some criticism and deserved, you know, and deserved. He threw some, he threw some balls. I think he'd rather have back early in the season, no off season, completely different team um, new players. He's getting used to. I mean, sometimes I wonder if we ever take that into account. I mean, I was concerned early in the season with no off season and a brand new co- quarterback, how we were going to adjust. Um, and I thought over time, you know, you know, after we got about game six or seven um, he really came into his own and, and uh, really started playing good football.
0: Even if Rivers does come back, do you need to address the long-term need at quarterback?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, look, we examine, and we do this, I tell you all every year, like we scout every quarterback in the league. We do that. I mean, we do that now. we scout the entire league. So quarterback happens to be a position that we scout too. Um, and we do it in the draft. Um, we'll figure it out. Um, that's our jobs. Um, I feel very confident in Frank and Nick and Marcus Brady. Um, we'll, we've tasked them with a bunch of, we'll task them with some, some work to do here pretty soon. Um, and, you know, we'll move forward. But, you know, until, you know, we get the Philip decision made, you know, both parties, him deciding if he wants to play, that's a, that's a big part of it. Um, and then us also um, we'll figure that part out as we go along.
0: Let's say Rivers decides not to come back and play another year. How do you go about executing your plan to replace him?
1: I think we've look, we've talked about this and, so we, we drafted Jacob Eason last year, who we like. We still got a lot of – we got to find out a lot more about Jacob Eason. Um, you know, no offseason season program. The, really, the first time we see Jacob is in training camp, and there's no preseason game. So we're trying to get ready for the season at that point. But we like what we've seen from Jacob. So we think we have a really good young talent in Jacob Eason. Um, I don't want to discount Jacoby. We still like Jacoby Brissett um, and think that he's a good player. All right. So let's don't completely take Jacoby out of the mix here. Uh, But the one position you cannot, I don't know how long I I, I can, I can go just all of you go back and look at first round quarterbacks drafted over the last 10 years. It is not an exact, I mean, everybody just thinks you take one and you're going to fix the problem. Look, taking one will get y'all off my ass for a little bit. But the second that guy didn't play well, I'm going to be the first one run out of the building. I promise you, we get the importance of the quarterback position. But taking one and the difference between just taking one and taking the right one um, is is the key you know, in our minds. Um, we'll explore it. We'll examine it. Um, we'll go A to Z on it. I promise you that position never leaves my mind and it's something that we want to get fixed, but it's also, there's got to be a little bit of timing and luck come into play when you get it. I mean, look, you think about when you've got two of the greatest quarterbacks um, in this franchise's history, since it's been in Indy Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, and it took the first pick of the draft. Well, I can promise you this, you know, we hit the first pick of the draft. We're not going to be having these press conferences with me. We're going to, it's going to be somebody else. So we're going to have to find a way to fix the problem um, and find a long-term solution as we go along. We think we got Jacob. We like him with some upside. Um, and we'll see what the future holds of, you know, of what we're able to do. Are you comfortable with
0: Jacob Eason as your backup?
1: Here? Yeah, I, I'm not ready to say I'm comfortable with it yet. I just don't know enough. Uh, We liked him when we drafted him. We think he's really talented. I mean, it was such a different year not having an, you know, usually you get an off season. So we'd get all, we'd get a rookie mini camp. We'd get May. um, We got preseason games to really get to evaluate them in the bullets. Um, And we've still got to go through that, you know, with Jacob. Um, But let me tell you this about Jacob Eason: He kept his mouth shut and he worked. Um, He was in a great quarterback room. With a lot of experience, and got to take all that in. I, I visited with him for about thirty minutes the other day, um, and I, you know, I asked him, "How did you grow? What'd you learn?" And you know, he had a great answer. Um, that just watching Philip and Jacoby and Frank and Nick and Marcus talk ball, um, how they carried themselves, how they worked, how they were professionals—all of that was something that he absorbed. Now he. He knows he's got to go to work this offseason, which I think he will. But, I, you know, Jacob's very talented. He's extremely talented. I don't know if well, y'all want to think, but, you know, I, I remember we were – I can't remember what game it was where he was out before the game throwing to some wideouts, and a coach on another team who I'm close with walked up to me and said, who is that? I said, yeah, it's our young quarterback, Jacob Beeson. Um, so it doesn't take long to see his talent. Now we just got to see him play.
0: How much faith do you have in your coaching staff's ability to develop quarterbacks?
1: I think Frank is outstanding. Um, I think he's proven it. Um, You know, in Philly, he did a really good job with their young quarterback. Offensively here, he's had three different quarterbacks. Um, I believe in Nick. I believe in Marcus. Um, I have a lot of faith in in them to, you know, develop a, a young quarterback.
0: How are you going to manage the cap this season? You guys, the Colts have done a really good job of putting you in a position where you have a lot of assets.
1: We'll wait and see what the final cap number is, but I'll tell you this: but we plan out on a three-year, on a three-year basis. You know, both from a cash and a cap standpoint, um, and we think we'll be. We think we're in really good shape right now. Um, the market's going to change a little bit. You know, depending on because you, you know, we're used to that you know, the cap rising every year and now it's not. So we're gonna, everybody's gonna have to adjust. All 32 teams are gonna have to adjust. Um, and I think we'll have a plan um, that'll that'll be able to do the right thing by our players internally, um, but also bring back some of the guys. Look, you'll wanna bring back all of them. I mean, I, I, I'd be hearing lines I and mean, they're all good guys, they're good football players, but that's not, that's not realistic. Um, You know, it's got to, you know, they got to one, want to be back. Um, Two, um, you got to be able to meet, you know, from a contract standpoint and financially to bring them back. I tell every, let me tell you this. I tell every one of our players this. Their their careers are short. They're short. They're hard. Um, And financially, they need to do the best they can do. And we want them to do good. Like we try we pour everything we can into player development and our players being the best they can be. Um, and there's a point when change happens and their contracts are up and they're going to have a chance to hit the market. Well, look, if another team offers more money than we do good for him. I mean, sometimes I get pissed about it because I don't want to lose the player, but I'll always be able to take a step back and say, okay, you know, we've done our job and the player's done his job and he, and, him and his family deserve to be rewarded.
0: How close do you think this team really is to competing for a Super Bowl?
1: Yeah. All right. So, I mean, look, our goal every year is to go win a Super Bowl. That's it. Um, Some years probably more realistic than others. I thought it was realistic this year. And I think it's going to be realistic for us going forward. Um, Do we have work to do? Absolutely, we have work to do. Um, But we've got to... This is where I'm really proud of our young players because now they're growing up. I mean, you for I mean, you forget, I mean, you just forget how young Quentin, Braden Smith, um, Leonard, Okariki, Will, uh, Willis Blackman, Taylor. These are young players. They're young, and that's a that's a good foundation you know, for this organization, Uh, you know, Pittman, there's, there's, you know, Zach, these are young guys, man. And that's a, that's a really cool thing. And I know I didn't hit all of them. You know, you want to mix in the right vets, which I thought we had a really good mix, mix um, this year. I think we all know the quarterback, you know, is the one that stirs the drink. Um, So having that position settled for long-term success is going to be very important for us. Um, but I like our team, I like, you know, I like our young players. Um, And I think there's some other ones that are gonna come on, you know, as we go. I mean, it's funny because, you know, last year, everybody everybody just thinks a player's gonna hit this league and crank it out and be great right away. That's not realistic. It's just like Jonathan Taylor. I mean, we thought Jonathan Taylor was playing pretty good football. But others didn't. And I didn't understand why this kid was taking a little bit of a beating early in the season um, that he was. It just, it takes time for guys to develop. Last year, we went through Taequann Lewis. And rushers and corners, it's just a different game. I mean, it's just a different game when you get in the NFL. And you got to be patient. You got to develop them. And if they're good kids, and if they have enough talent, that's that's key. Now, I'm not always right on that and and i admit it and we move forward but if they're good kids they work and they have enough talent we'll get their we'll get them to their ceiling um, but in the world we live in today with twitter where i mean we're talking about a play by play evaluation of people it's unbelievable it's incredible twitter's incredible it is a play by play evaluation of people not a game by game or year by year play by play and I mean I don't follow Twitter but my kids do I love it my my son's oh man dad they're kicking the crap out of you right now on Twitter and I remember Holder Steve told me one time the Twitter mob I didn't even know what the freaking Twitter mob was
0: the fact that you believe that the Colts are ready to win now does that affect your plan moving forward
1: no sir no and that's a good thing um I mean I I think you know, if you remember, if you think back to my initial press conference when I was here, you know, when I came in, I said, it's never going to be about one guy. I get the importance of the quarterback position. I don't, everybody, I don't want anybody to think I don't, but it's got to be about the team. Um, and I think we've, you know, I think we've done a good job building a good football team in all three areas. Um, and that's a positive thing because you would like, I mean, I'd like to sure think that, you know, we're not just going to all of a sudden um, be bad. You know, we're going to continue to draft and acquire players as we go along and get better. Um, And so eventually when you do get a younger quarterback or whoever, if it's a vet, whoever it is, um, they're, they're able to come in and know that they've got a good football team around them.
0: That's Chris Ballard. This is a huge, huge, Offseason for Chris Ballard and the brain trust with the Colts. They have got to take a step forward. Expectations have been built for winning. What are they going to do at the quarterback position? It's going to be a really, really interesting three or four months for the Indianapolis Colts and for Chris Ballard. Tonight, Indiana-Purdue at Simon's Scott Assembly Hall. Can't wait. And then the Pacers a little bit later on tonight in Portland. We'll talk about all that tomorrow morning on Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, about 6.45 on Facebook And 7 o'clock on Periscope and Twitter, all brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry.